Welcome to Haunted Horizons Ghostcast, where your hosts, Alison Oborn and Kay Goldwood, will share their experiences in some of the most terrifying and haunted locations in Australia and overseas. So turn the lights off, relax, and enjoy. Hello, Cag. Hello, Alison. How are you? I'm all right, and you? I'm fine and dandy. <laughs> Good. Please see you. So, oh, there you go, so. <laughs> what did I just say? I've got to stop saying so. got to stop saying so. And within only two, 15 seconds? Yeah. Before my first so. So. So what news have we got? Anything new on the horizons, the haunted horizons? Anything new? We're going away. Well, we are going away, but then... In England. We are going away in England. We, we may we may booking. actually have four investigations. Fingers crossed. Still waiting to cement those. Once we do, we'll let you know. Well, yeah. No, we don't we sort of release them. No. We're not going to release no before. I we think go. this time I think this time we keep it as a total surprise for people. We just say we're gonna be somewhere oh. at this date, this time, live streaming, see where it is. Oh, I like that. We could sit in the car park of a pub. We could. With a beer. Here we are. We didn't say we're investigated, <laughs> we just said we're gonna be here. Yeah. Mm. Probably old. I like that idea. <laughs> so this year we're gonna keep it a total surprise. We're not going to let people know where we're going until we go live. That's going to be good fun because that means we can book anywhere and we don't have to worry about what we're doing. <laughs> don't have to commit. <laughs> Nothing worse than commitment. Because uh, England's so difficult to organise. But, hey, we're getting there. We are. We are. And then there's America. Mm. So we'll be travelling quite a while. Talking of going to England, CAG. Mm. Where are we heading today for our podcast? We are heading to Newcastle. And not just Newcastle, no. get, its, get its name correct. It's going to be Newcastle Castle. No, CAG. This is my, oh, Newcastle this is my, under, this is my hometown we're talking about. Get Newcastle's Newcastle name. under line? No, no Newcastle. That's a totally different it is, place. Isn't it? Newcastle, Newcastle, Newcastle. Oh my goodness! See why I have to put How up with. Bad is that? How bad is that? Newcastle upon on time. time. That's it. Newcastle upon time. Because and Newcastle sits upon the, the Tyne. Well, not on it, but on the banks of the There's Tyne a song River. About the Tyne. I I used to have that. That Thank was you. by um, Lindisfarne, the group. Fog on the Tyne. Mm. Fog, Fog on, on the Tyne is all mine, all mine. Fog, Fog on the Tyne is all mine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we like to break out into song. I think do they apologize. did a better version than us. I think they anyway. did. I've probably still got Lindisfarne. I love Lindisfarne. Very folky. And where exactly in Newcastle upon Tyne did we actually go? We went to Newcastle Castle. Which is actually Newcastle Castle Keep. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, because it's not the castle, it's the keep of the castle. Yeah, because most of the castle has disappeared now. It has, although the keep 
is a lot bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It is. Isn't it, it is. weird? And we'll, we'll get into me getting lost in that a bit oh, later. Oh, yeah. Well, that doesn't, you <laughs> know. It was only a keep and nice door. <laughs> Could you imagine if you still had the main, the big castle there? You wouldn't have a hope in hell, would you? Because what happened? I can't even remember. You you left a camera somewhere. Yeah. And then you you ha- you went back to find it, and you could not find it. You went off the wrong way, which was hilarious. And it's say it's only, there's only the keep left. So. And you wouldn't tell me. You knew no. I was going the wrong way. No. And it, and so did the host. Yeah, the host was called Mark. Mark and I were killing ourselves laughing watching you trying to find out where he was. And we were like gone the wrong way. Even I knew you'd gone the wrong way. <laughs> Although, you see, I, I've been shopping with you, and I know you love shopping, especially in shopping centres. Yeah, just And you coming out of a shop haven't got a clue which way you went in. <laughs> so you can imagine another building like that. Yeah, it was fun. Now, Newcastle-upon-Tyne is actually where I was born and bred, Cag. I am, for generations, a Geordie. I don't you talk Geordie. If I talk Geordie, you wouldn't even understand why Eamon. Why Eamon? Why yeah. Eamon. I but you would know. not understand me. if I Even I don't understand the Geordies when I go. If they're talking broad Geordie. In fact, if you do go and watch the Newcastle Castle Keep video that we put up on YouTube, when Mark is taking us around, I should really have put subtitles, I think, because he's <laughs> hard to hear sometimes. It's a yeah. brilliant accent, and I love it to death. And probably you watched—I think there's famous TV shows. Isn't there a famous? I haven't oh, watched it. Jordy, Jordy Shores. No. Jordy Shores. Is, it? is that? Is, is that? A, no, surely that's yeah, not. Yeah, I think is that's it. it. Okay. Yeah, but it's—it's it's a great accent. It's mm. just the very broad Jordy accent mm-hmm. is very hard to understand. It is. So, it is quite hard. It is. But it's great. Yeah. Good job you didn't say it wasn't keg when I used to speak it once upon a time. I that's where my haunted house was as well, Kag. Just getting into a little bit of my background. Newcastle upon Tyne is where I was born, and I was born into a haunted house in Newcastle, and that's kind of what got started me. Like a moth to flame. Like a moth to the flame. And yeah. I was terrified of this house. And it's just a everyday terraced house you wouldn't know if you walk past it no it but just, it I've, I've seen it from the outside yeah and it is just an ordinary house terraced house but it didn't it frightened your sisters as well didn't it oh my sisters one sister won't have the old style wardrobes because the doors used to be played with she has to have modern sliding door wardrobes the other one used to see disembodied eyes in the corner of the room and those eyes would travel across the room and sometimes go down and then she'd lose sight of them. So she was terrified. Mm, as she would be. <laughs> and none of the kids wanted to go upstairs and retrieve the cold hot water bottles to fill for the night. They used to do this short straw thing. My mother was the only one that saw him and she got a good look at him. She woke up to find this figure standing at her bed looking at her. And the one thing she remembers was the eyes, Cag. And this is interesting about the disembodied eyes because Mm. the eyes, she said, were protruding. Later on, she talked to the neighbour and the neighbour produced a photograph of the last owner. And he had protruding eyes because he had a thyroid condition. It's a bit like Marty Feldman. You remember the comedian Marty Feldman? Mm -hmm. So he used to have protruding eyes. And that's what this does. It makes the eyes pop further out. It turned out that the owner before, which my parents knew, 
had either been mugged coming out of a pub on New Year's Eve or was so drunk he fell over a wall. Either way, he had head injuries, which eventually killed him in the hospital. And then his wife sold the house to us because she couldn't live there because she kept feeling his arms around her, which I think is really cute. Well. A bit disconcerting for her, but really cute. Yeah, I think I think having a hug is really nice as long as you know whose arms they are. Yeah. And yeah. It could be a bit creepy. And it was claim to fame because we bought the house of Dr. Miller. Now, Dr. Miller was the father of an actress over there called Barbara Miller. I don't know if you remember, you remember the Whiskers advert, or was it Kitty Cat? And that woman would call in her her cat because she'd just put the food in the bowl. Right. And this yeah. huge great tiger would walk in. Do right. you remember those from a kid? Oh, vaguely. She'd call its name and a tiger would walk in. <laughs> That was that was Barbara Miller, and she was quite a well-known actress. She was in, here's my claim to fame, she was in the Blackadder series. Oh, I love Blackadder. Second season with the Queen Elizabeth, and it was in the first episode where Blackadder fell in love with his manservant, Bob, mm. and thought he'd fallen in love with a manservant. And it was a Ooh. woman in disguise. But he went to see the wise woman, and who should play the wise woman? Barbara Miller. She's That's passed cool. away now as well. Now, I think he just didn't understand why his wife wasn't there anymore. And suddenly there was this whole new family in the house. Mm. And it was, I don't think he meant to scare any of us, but for children, it was terrifying. Mm. Absolutely terrifying. I slept with my lights on until I was in my 20s. In fact, when I met Michael, my husband, 30 odd years ago, I was sleeping with a light on, either in the hallway or in the bedroom. And to do what we do now, Cag, I can't believe. But you'd said to me then, hey, you're going to be doing lone vigils in some of the scariest places in the world. I would have just, yeah. You would have laughed in their faces. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I would have gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say the word, but you know the. Yeah, that word. Begins with foot. Mm. <laughs> Off. Yeah. <laughs> It's really weird because I never liked the dog. I mean, I didn't have that sort of experience that you had by any sort, but I didn't like the dog. Yeah. And now we're both. And now we're both in a. So, yeah, we do get uneasy on these investigations we're talking about, without a doubt. But you know what? We're still there doing them. But that is. We don't run. Isn't that the fun of it, though? Isn't that the fun of it? It's the adrenaline. It is. It's it's to to be terrified, but stay there. And that's a big thing to stay there when when you're frightened. And. Click through. That's what you're there for. Mm. All right, Cag. Yes, Alison. Let's go to what we really want to talk about today. Not my house, but Newcastle Castle Keep. So the history of this one is Newcastle Castle Keep. It's just one of the towers that remains from a massive, much larger fortification. And not only is it the oldest building in Newcastle, it's the best preserved keep in the country. Well, that's pretty it, cool. It is, though. When you go yeah. in, it's it's very well kept. It is. I mean, from the outside, it looks pretty boring. It looks like just a massive yeah. tower. But inside, it's really cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And they've done a lot of work on they it have. as well. And it is on, the only one as well that stands in the heart of a major city. Now, it does sit on the banks of the River Tyne. 
Well, that'd be... Fog on the tine is all mine, all mine. Fog on the tine is all mine. There we go. And there probably was a lot of it in those days. Yeah. Well, basically, that would be good. That's a good place to put that sort of thing, though, isn't it? Well, that's pretty much a strategic spot. Yeah. And because before this one was built, it goes right back to the Roman times because the Romans had a fort there right in that spot because where it is, they can see across the river and towards any of the Scottish that were coming at them. You've got to remember that even the Romans back then feared the Scottish, all right? They went through England like butter, like a knife through butter, did the yeah. Romans. But when it came to Scotland, yeah, they didn't get much further. In fact, the Romans had to build a huge great wall, didn't they? Yes. Adrian's Wall. Hadrian. To keep the Scottish away on their side yeah. of the border. And unfortunately, it's... Hadrian just didn't build it quite tall enough, I don't think. Well, I think it was probably taller in its day. Well, it it's might only have about been, eight inches it still didn't there, work, but... though. Still didn't work, did it? No, the Scottish were very good at Invading. coming straight over. Exactly. The fort at the time was by Pons Alias and was, and I probably didn't, to all you Romans out there. Romans? Do we have many they Romans may be listening? Romans listen, listening. I may not have said that properly. And it was built to protect them against the Scottish, which actually became the theme of Newcastle. Mm. Well, the thing is, it's so close to Scotland, though, isn't it? That's the thing. It is. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it's not far from, not all that far from the borders. Yeah. The Scottish borders. The so. borders were a very violent place in their days. Mm-hmm. So now, even though we talk about Roman forts, there. This is how much problems there's been. The archaeologists are finding evidence of stone axes, so they believe there was a much older one dating back 2,000 years ago. Wow. So that's got a lot of history on that spot where that castle is built. And it was in 1066, a famous, a very famous date in the UK history, Mm -hmm. that the Normans invaded. Yeah. William the Conqueror. Oh, those Normans who came cutting through England as well. Yeah. <laughs> like knife through butter. It's very easy. One to of the many, many, many people mm. that invaded England at the time. Many, many countries. We were we were totally being invaded. We had the Danes, the Swedish, the Norwegians. We had mm. the Normans. We had the Romans. We, we had, had the Scots constantly. The Scots. <laughs> well, they were invaded. Well, actually, they always seemed to repel. We had the Germans, the Anglo-Saxons, you name it, we had it invading us, which is why we are such a mix. If you go through our DNA, and the, the interesting thing about England was instead of being invaded and changing the culture totally, we absorbed. We absorbed that new culture and kind of made it our own. Yeah, we did. So yeah. even our language is a mixture. English is a, you'll find all these very close words to mm. French and German. And it has to be said, we did invade other places. Oh, we did. Yeah, but we I think did. it was like, you know, we, we, everybody was invading everybody. It was, those it in was, those days, everybody was after everybody else's land. Exactly. We didn't have rules. We didn't have, they just wanted Wealth and land, and that's what they did back in 1066. It was the son 
of William the Conqueror, Robert Curtus. Do you think I said that right? These names are very hard to say sometimes. Curtus, 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 Curtus. Yeah. All you historians out there. Are probably going, oh my gosh. You're probably cringing, but correct us. We're always happy to be corrected on how we say things. But he built the very first proper castle. Mm-hmm. So what you would call a castle and not a fort. Right. And at first it was just your typical wooden Motten Bailey castle, which you would see everywhere in those days. Yeah. And it wasn't until nearly a hundred years later that an ancient this ancient fortress was changed to stone. Now it was changed by Henry II. I mean, he obviously realised that they needed something a bit sturdier than a wooden than structure. a Motten Bailey castle, <laughs> especially when well, you've got marauders coming over. And, and also, he foresaw yeah. he foresaw more trouble on the horizon. Well, he he probably did. Um, but yeah, I think when you've got things like fire, a wooden structure is not probably the best yeah. thing to have, is it? Burns very quickly. It does, yeah. Now, by the 13th century, more towers and walls were added to enclose the town. So not only were they trying to keep themselves safe, they were trying to keep the whole of the town. Because Newcastle upon Tyne obviously wasn't the big city it is today. So they wanted to keep everybody safe. So the town was enclosed within the castle walls. However, this did lead to deterioration, which was first mentioned right back in Queen Elizabeth I mentioned it. So it was already deteriorating back then in 1589. And the, the deterioration continued throughout the 17th century. I don't know why they would leave it to deteriorate because obviously we were still going to be at war. You would think that they would keep it strong. It's not exactly the safest place. But but it did start deteriorating. Mm -hmm. As time moved on, we had the next war, which was the English Civil War. And Mm. that was in 1642 that it was raging. Now, the mayor of Newcastle repaired and rebuilt it. And because he feared there would still be problems with Scotland. I don't know why they kept thinking that. Well, I, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? His fears proved correct. See, told you. <laughs> As Scottish troops did indeed besiege Newcastle for approximately three months before the English garrison surrendered. They, they were pretty full on. By 1589, as the castle became more ruined, the bottom floor of the keep was being used as a jail. Now, prisoners were being kept there in horrific conditions. And this was just while waiting their trial, which is, you know, you wouldn't do that now because they hadn't been found guilty. They're just awaiting a trial. Yeah, so we'd call them now being on remand, wouldn't we? Yeah. So these are prisoners, yeah, these are prisoners on remand that were being kept in horrific conditions. So prisoners were being chained to iron rings in the wall. Now, I went back a second time and we looked around and you can actually see those iron rings still in the walls where they were chained. And this was while they were standing in filthy water due to flooding because it was near the time. Wow. And the keep was minus a roof. They didn't bother putting a roof oh, on it. So you can only, do you know how cold and wet the northeast is? Oh, it gets really cold there. <laughs> it's like, think about your wettest wet. It's going to get wet. And of course then. And fog. And fog. fog on the times. Oh, mine, oh, mine. 
fog on the tine is all mine. They're the only words I remember from that song. Because then, they not only would they be have the dirty water, but then they'd be using it as a toilet as well mm-hmm. if they're chained to walls. Oh, they're not going to be taking them off the chains to take no. them. The water would have been mixed with human waste and there was no toilets. And these prisoners included men, women, and even children mm. down there. That's not good. Now, there was lots of deaths associated with the castle, including executions. And one lot in particular, 1649, a gang of 10 men, they surrendered themselves after a long crime spree. Okay. Now, they weren't just charged with that crime spree. They were charged with what they called March Treason. Okay. And that's because they had taken refuge in Scotland. So seen to be allying with the enemy, therefore treason. Mm. So now not only were they being accused of all these crimes, they had a double crime and treason being one of the worst. Because you could should never mix with the Scots. Not with the those. enemy. No. After being brought to the castle and after they were tried and obviously were going to be found guilty. Of course, yeah. They were hung, drawn and quartered. Mm, Although good. I would contest how they say hung, drawn and quartered, Keck. Because it should be hanged, drawn and quartered. Because the term for executing people is hanged. But yeah. for some reason they do say hung, drawn and quartered. But you do. It should be hanged, drawn and quartered. Yeah. If you want to be politically correct. Because they didn't, if it was a piece of meat, it would be hung. Yep. Their heads were placed on spikes around the wall and the only survivor of that was a was a young 12-year-old, Humphrey Lyle, who was pardoned by the Earl. So I'm glad the Earl of Northumberland had the heart to pardon a child. Yeah. But you've got to remember that 12-year-olds were seen not well, so much. An adult, they were really. working. And, yeah. yeah. And, of course, then what ripped through the UK was the plague, the Black Death, which mm-hmm. killed 50% of the population of Newcastle upon wow. time. That's a lot, isn't it? And the cemetery dating back to the days of the Roman fort mm-hmm. was disturbed while building the castle. Oh. So no wonder that castle is said to be haunted. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? I'm going to give you some trivia now, guys. The site's history also includes the unsavoury use of the moat of the King's Castle as a midden. Now, it's funny because in Scotland, a midden is like um, a mess. Midden. You still use it. Yeah. Well, well I, I don't use it, but yeah, midden. Means a mess. So you've got a, a midden in your house. Mm. Yeah. Well, actually, that's quite correct because midden is also known as a toilet. So in the Middle Ages, in the days before bins or flushing toilets, the town midden was where the unruly people of Newcastle went to relieve themselves. <laughs> so, And the site's history includes this. And so no wonder that water would have been terrible. It wouldn't have oh, just been their, their stuff. It would have been everybody else's. In Imagine fact, here's, here's another bit of trivia for you, Okay, Kate. all right. You're going to love this one. Okay. By 1620, that pile of poo became big enough to fill 30 modern-day shipping containers. What the? That's a lot. <laughs> and at one point, it was so heavy, it actually brought down part of the castle's walls. <laughs> that is that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to the wall? Oh, it was it was knocked down by a it pile was of so poo. Full of poo. 
the Scottish couldn't achieve it. They they did get in there, but they didn't achieve bringing the castle walls down. It was, no, it a, was a massive pile of boom. Well, there you go. I mean, Be you glad learn... we have septics and drainage. Yeah. And... You learn something every day, don't you? Do. I thought that was absolutely wonderful. Now, all the time that I lived in Newcastle, which was only until I was about 10 years old, okay? <laughs> but in all that time, I'd never really taken much notice of Newcastle. And even visiting, all my family still lived in the Newcastle and Durham and all that area. And even when we visited, I still didn't take much notice of the Newcastle Castle Keep until we we teamed up mm-hmm. and we went up there and we thought, you know what, let's go investigate it. But we had to look into the ghost stories. Why, why would it be haunted? I'd heard the rumours but didn't know much about it. So over the years, they say that there's been lots of reports of footsteps, disembodied voices, including the sound of chanting monks emanating from the Queen's Chamber. Now, I will say we never got time to do the Queen's Chamber. That was that big, the beautiful, big it's it's actually probably the most ruinous right. of the tower, but there's a big, um, almost like, not cathedral, what do you call it, um, church-type monastery, chapel, very yeah. chapel, yes. Yeah. And this is where those sounds emanate. And I, I meant to go down and do that on my second visit, Kerg, and I again ran out of time. Strange mists, shadowy figures are also witnessed, and visitors who have tried to investigate have told of being pushed by an unseen force. Now, I stood there and I tried. No, and we weren't, we weren't pushed you, when we went no, together, did we? I, no. I don't think people like pushing I us. Think, no, I think what it was... We're probably just, too heavy. Yeah, we probably, probably are. Look at, we're, we're probably looking at us that. and going... <laughs> not going to try that one exactly you'll you'll sprain yourself doing that. <laughs> you'll do yourself an injury trying to push those two yeah i yeah they, they, i thought actually they probably just looked at you trying to find that where you were and thought you'd got enough going on without having to be pushed <laughs> she's been pushed once too many times we can see yeah now the most famous of the newcastle keep ghosts is called the poppy girl yeah this is the one everybody talks about mm-hmm. and apparently the nickname was given to a spirit of a young flower girl who is believed to have been imprisoned there due to owing money now legend has it that she was imprisoned with other male prisoners tragically she was also brutally murdered by them can you imagine having a young girl down in those pits there yeah but that's what they used to do back in the day though didn't they they didn't oh, care yeah. who nah. they put with children who. were going in women mm. were going in with men and so she is said to still haunt there visitors have reported seeing her on the stairs and they said that when she's around she's accompanied by the smell of sweet flowers well that makes a nice change you wouldn't have noticed food. i wouldn't have noticed yeah. things i can't smell anything i mean so. sweet flowers would have been better than and poo. A giant pile of poo. <laughs> yeah. Must admit. I but you know, I looked into this. When I when I wrote the blog, I looked into this and I could not find and even they say it, they can't find any verification of this in any document or any of the you know, they just haven't been able to find it. No, and it's a lot it's of this. It's a great story. Kind of, it is. A, it's a brilliant story. But I mean, a lot of these stories that you hear from these places are just hearsay, aren't yeah. they? So. Unless you can find it on fact. Mm-hmm. However, we did find another girl there. So maybe there is a girl ghost. People do talk about making contact with a girl. I mean, could this girl ghost be something we brought in? Could it just be something pretending to be a girl ghost because they want that? 
and it's just assuming that identity. Mm-hmm. Or I found another death gag. There is on record, and again, thank you to the historian. Because in a more bizarre story dating from 1733, the people of Newcastle gathered okay. to see a flying man. Now, apparently flying men were a thing. They were popular entertainers in the 1700s. Okay. So what they would do is they would attach a zip line mm. up on high places like Castle Keeps and then they would fly down it. Oh. Only this particular man this day lost his nerve once he realised how high the keep was to the ground because right. they travelled very fast. And many, many of these zip liners had actually killed themselves doing it. So this particular zip liner got to the top, saw how high it was, mm-hmm. decided he wasn't willing to risk his life, but instead he decided to drop a donkey on the zip line. But how did you get a donkey up there in the first place? <laughs> up those stairs, it would have been hard work. Mm-hmm. Or on a rope, maybe a harness to get him up. Oh, that's true. Attach it to the zip line. This is fact. This is in the records. Yeah. 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 So... They set the donkey down on a test flight because that's what the donkey was for. He didn't want to try it before it had been tested. He decided the donkey was the best way of testing it. But unfortunately, the donkey went down so fast. And I shouldn't laugh, but it crashed into the onlookers, Mm. killing a young girl and injuring numerous others. So it's like... A donkey coming at that speed, a donkey is about half a tonne of animal. Yeah. And it's It's like, not going to do any good if it hits you, is it? At that speed would be quite a projectile coming mm. flying down there. Poor donkey. Didn't say whether the donkey lived or died, by the way. I wouldn't have thought it had been very good I don't that. think it would have been very well. No. So the fact that it killed a young girl just outside the castle could, could that account for the girl in the castle just because they didn't die in the walls or within the walls could she have been attracted into the castle we don't know we really don't know but this is a story it's it it accounts for a dead girl Mm. now i do want to thank and i do want to give a plug to the old newcastle project and especially Kate Sussums, who came forward to the Chronicle Live to give those stories, because they've been doing a lot, a lot of research. And they've uncovered some really amazing facts and details. So, And we love the quirky The stories. quirky trivia we love. So yeah. if you want to know where the stories of the poo and the flying donkey came from, then go and look that up. In Mm -hmm. fact, even better, go visit the castle. All right, let's get into CAG. Get into CAG? (laughs) That's a bit weird. Excuse me, I'm just going to get into CAG today. (laughs) Zip myself up like a pair of (laughs) pyjamas. I don't even know why I said that. but It was just so weird. It was. It was very... It was so weird. It was very random. Oh, dear. Okay. Let's get into the investigation. Yes. CAG. Okay. <laughs> I want to start this investigation. All right. Do you? So we'd climbed up because 
where Newcastle Castle Keep is, it's on the top of a hill. So obviously castles have to be on a high point. Yes. And boy, did we know that. Yes. Because I had booked a hotel very close to the castle. You did? I did, but it was down the bottom. Yes. Of the hill. And we had to carry all our equipment. All our gear, cases and cases of gear. Lots and lots of steps. Well, but once we got up there, we realised we could have taken a car. We could have taken a car. But we didn't want to. It was parked down the bottom. Yeah. So we went all the way up these stairs, and in those days, I was much bigger. Much, much bigger. (laughs) And once we got up there and we got into the castle, and we were greeted by our house, Mark. Mm -hmm. I forgot something, didn't I? And this is the problem. Because if you forget something in your kit, you have to go all the way back to the hotel, which is all the way back down these stairs. Yeah. Get it and then come all the way back up again. So Mm -hmm. I was good. I put my hand up, said, hey, I'll do that. I'll struggle, but I'll do it. And off I went. I can't remember. Was it batteries I forgot or a torch or something? No, it was, some, it was something major. I can't even remember yeah. what it was, but it was something major you forgot. That made us go, well, I've got to go back and get it. Mm-hmm. So I did that and I said, look, I'll be back. I'll text you when I'm back and you can open the door and let me back in again. And off I went, got it, crawled back up those stairs again, puffing and panting, and I text CAG. Well, first of all, I pressed the button on the intercom and said, I'm here. Nothing. I texted CAG. Yeah. On Facebook. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I rang CAG. Nothing. No. I texted Mark. Nothing. I sat on the steps for 20 minutes in the freezing cold. Nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And why was that, CAG? Because Mark and I were having a great conversation. We're just enjoying ourselves chatting. And we went, oh, she's been a long time. She's been a long time. Oh, maybe because we put our phones on silent and hadn't been checking them. Which we thought was very funny, but Alison didn't. I was frigid cold sitting there on the steps, stone steps of a keep. It was funny. Strange people going past. All right, so now we've talked about my episode of neglect. Mm. It's your good friends for you. We it's decided. Nice to know you're not bitter, though. <laughs> I, nice to know I haven't forgotten that one. You think I pick on CAG? She gets her own back. Mark did join us, and we did warn him that we. Well, actually, you warned him that we'd break people. We do break people. We usually people. leave them rocking in the corner. We do, we, we do. But he always said he was already broken anyway, so yeah, that so was fine. He thought it would be a good fit. So. Yeah. So we started in the Great Hall and we started by introducing ourselves. Mm-hmm. We did. And what happened next? The Ovulus came mm. out with the word chest. It so did. Hmm. Now, most people would have probably gone down the route of like a treasure chest. or Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. No, we didn't. No. So we joked that maybe Cag should show her chest to the ghosts because <laughs> mucking around like you do. And that's when our host, with a deadpan face, and I always loved the fact that he would come out with things 
with this deadpan face. Yeah. And he said... He replied that he was not going to argue with the spirits. And then we lost it. I would try and do it in a Geordie accent, but I'll just play that one. So does anybody here tonight that would like to talk to us? Or wouldn't mind talking to us? We'd love to talk to you. Chest. Chest. Is that what it said? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you wanted to show your chest. Okay. Hey, at least we've not done that so far. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so we were also asking, obviously, for the lights around the room to light up. And while we were doing that, we got two really weird whistles, didn't we? And now, at the time, I thought I heard somebody whisper. Mm. But when we listened back, it's it was, it two was distinct whistling. whistles, but it's yeah. only one note on each. Yeah. So, but I'm, I could have sworn I heard it as whispering. He walked towards the lights and made them change colour. I'll come up and join you. No. Do you hear something? So we were having a conversation about whether they could see us or not. And the words that came out of the obelisk next, I mean, they weren't anything to do with what we're talking about, but it came out with a whole string of words, evening, disturb, soul, and island, CAG. Well, you have been saying, could they could they see what we see? Mm. Um, could you see the lights outside <laughs> the building? Maybe the forwards. Had no bearing no. whatsoever to what we were. Well, it was the evening. It was the evening. I mean, it might have been disturbing them, disturbing their very soul. Their soul. And England is an island. <laughs> but we're not stretching that at all, are we? We're not stretching. We're no. not stretching. No. Or weaving together four probably very unrelated words into a story. Exactly. But that's what our brains do, so I'm going to bring it up as an example on how easy it is. It is to make a story out of just... Of course, it could actually have meant that. It could have. This evening, you're disturbing us. Yeah. Go away. Leave the island completely and go back to Australia. Exactly. Or it could just be four very random (laughs) words just come out and, and just, yeah, anyway. Now, just after that, there was two very loud thuds in the building itself. Yes. Which sounded like doors. It was really loud. Yeah. Yeah. And the EV, it was loud enough that the EDI vibration triggered. Now, Mm -hmm. this is solid, solid, you know what castles are like, stone. Thick, thick walls. Oh, yeah, but the EDI vibration did trigger. Now, we talked about how Mark would love to meet whomever was there. Now, Mark wasn't saying this, was he? No, he wasn't. No, (laughs) Mark wouldn't have said this. We were trying to break our hosts again. We were, yeah. He said he was broken. We were just testing to see how broken he was. How broken. It was a challenge. It was a challenge, yeah. I'm already broken. Okay, let's put that to the test. (laughs) So we said um, if Mark would like to meet whoever was there. Yeah. Threw into the wolves. We did. And then Mark said he wasn't quite sure about that as he had to look up by himself <laughs> yes. afterwards. He didn't sound too thrilled. He didn't sound too thrilled. Which he did so. in his deadpan. 
Again, he never... He's in And what's really funny when you watch him, he never smiles. No. He just... He's funny, as, but he just never smiles. No, it was really funny. Obviously, we got out the ghost box. (gasps) Not the ghost box. Actually, yeah, the ghost box. With big apologies, it is just the radio. It's the most embarrassing thing you're going to use. But I'm going to say some of the responses were quite intriguing on this. Now, I was asking, we would like to know your story and we'd love to know what was your life like here? And almost immediately we were greeted with the word, very clear word, death. Yeah. So continuing on that track, I asked, well, are you aware that you're dead? And it told me to, it's almost like that upset. Yeah. Whoever was it's there. like, shut up. You shut up. Dead. Yeah. Confirmed it, but it also was almost like it didn't want to touch on that part of it, which I go, well, you brought it up. I didn't. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't say the word dead. No. I was asking what it was like for your life. Maybe didn't realise that we could hear them. Oh. You never know. So then I asked, well, did they used to chain you up in here? Mm-hmm. And then I asked, maybe you were actually a soldier here. Maybe you weren't a prisoner. I was corrected mm. because it came out of the ghost box almost straight away. Prisoner. Yep. So I continued, are there any children here tonight? Clear as day. They're not. So we didn't have any children there. I didn't no. feel like we had a child. No, I didn't feel anything like that. No. Not that how do we know what it felt like if there was a child? Oh, I don't know. Nothing seemed childlike. It was very gruff. Yeah. Shut up, you. Yeah. Well, you shut up. Well, that's, that's just, you're used to that there because that's what I say mm. to you, isn't it? So I'll play those little strings. See how I kind of negated that and <laughs> pretended I didn't hear it? <laughs> So I'll play the sequence of that so you can have a listen yourself and see how it sounds coming out the ghost box. I'd love to know what your life is like here. Sounds like death. So you're aware you're dead? Did they used to chain you up in here? Maybe you worked, maybe you were a soldier here. Are there any children here tonight? Now, after that, we decided to move on and we went into, because you've got the Great Hall, but then you've got this little tiny couple of steps going up and you've got a cell, a little hallway with a cell and a guard-a-loo. A guard-a-loo. toilet. And this particular cell was separate from obviously where they put the other prisoners because these were for the better class of prisoners such as scottish royalty and here's a bit of trivia for you 
You remember Robert the Bruce? Yes. Everybody remembers that from, what's his name? Wallace, William Wallace. Braveheart. Braveheart, yeah. Yeah. Well, his sister, Mary Bruce, was captured and she was held in there from 1310 until after the Battle of Bannockburn in 1314 when she was exchanged for an English prisoner's. That's actually four years. in. And that wasn't a big area. No. That was a very small area. If you look at the video, yeah. it's not huge. No. At least it was private, though, which is good. Well, yeah, she was kept away. Well, unless they had other royalty in there as well. Oh, that's then you true. would have to share. Mm. Now, Keg's stomach started making a noise, which we admit to, but then there was another noise from inside the building. And it did. It sounded like a huge bang. And you'll hear me say... Or you, you say, oh, that was my stomach. And then I'll go, well, that wasn't. That definitely wasn't your stomach. Mm. It's another door slamming. And there was only Cag, me and Mark in that building. Yeah. Can you let us know? Can you make a noise? if you could try really hard to do something for us please and at that moment the REM pod blips this year it got interesting didn't it with Mm. the REM pod it uh, and it played for longer and it goes on and off as though someone was trying it out you know when you go up to it and you go you know just seeing that show everybody how it works it was doing that sort of thing but it was almost to your questions as well Mm. so I just said can you move away from the light please because it was you know it gets quite annoying after a while doesn't it when that keeps and it was also I think we do that to see to test the waters to see if it's just glitching. Yeah. Or whether it is genuinely going off for a reason. Yeah. And will it happen on command? Yeah. So anyway, I asked nicely and it kept going off. Mm. So then I was a little bit firmer. I went, can you move away from the light? No, please. Her, this time. Good, her good old teacher's exactly. voice comes into and it. And it stopped. It did. And that was interesting. Mm. And then I asked if they wanted to try it out again. Mm-hmm. And it went off. Mm. And then I asked it to stop, and it did. So how cool was that? So then I asked if they wanted us to stay and talk to them, uh, if they wanted to walk towards the light. And then we had nothing for the rest of the no. night. On the- and that, that REM pod never went off again. No. never. W- we moved it around. It never went off again. No. The other interesting thing I found is we did have K2s out, mm-hmm. and everybody knows my view on the K2s. If you've been on one of my tours, is I'm not fond. We don't normally take them. In fact, I think this is the only year we took the K2s yeah, with us because anymore. they're way too sensitive. They're not shielded as much and it'll go off with anything, whether it be a phone tower sending a stray signal. Mm. I do work with three of them though to try and cut that down because a natural signal should set all three off to a greater or lesser extent. Mm. They should all pick up on it. And we had two of the three K2s go off and the EDI at the same time. Now, that's a little more unusual, but for me, CAG, I really, really, I don't know. I just can't take the K2s seriously myself. I know people use them, Mm. but for me, I just, I, I guess I've grown with a little bit of a contempt for the k2 yeah i mean everybody has their favorite pieces yeah. of equipment and their least favorite for me my the, my least favorite and i do apologize for anybody out there that's that got one some. yeah 
uh, but I don't like the millimeter. Oh, yeah. That just annoys me immensely. Just saying. Hmm. I like it. I just never get it out these days. I think there's easier stuff and better stuff that you can see better. Mm-hmm. You were asking if they were imprisoned there. I was asking if there was. It was a soldier, not an imprisonment. There was a long pause. And I'd actually said the words, maybe you were a soldier in here, remembering that sentence. Because the ovulus, after a long pause, came out with maybe. And it was strange on the timing, wasn't it? Yeah. That they, the ovulus came out with a word that was in my sentence. It's like they weren't going to tell us whether they were or not. Maybe I was. On with the ghost box, because how could we not? We weren't doing, unfortunately, we weren't doing Estus back then. I would love to have done an Estus. Yeah, that would have been good. uh, But unfortunately, back then, we weren't doing Estus. Mm -hmm. We didn't do that really until the year after. Mm. 2018, I think, was the first year we started using that method. This one, this one, Keg, really, really interested me. Because I asked... Are you aware of what year it is? And kid you not, straight away, very strong reaction, 1990. I know. And that was weird, wasn't it? Now, the first we're going, oh, well, that's not correct. And we were talking about that. We were going, well, that, that's, they got that wrong. Mm. And it's almost like they heard us saying that because a question, it came through as a question, what day is it then? As if listening and realising they got it wrong. Mm. Are you aware of what year it is? Uh, 1990. 1990. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Not quite, but that was well timed, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> Again, maybe they didn't get it wrong. Maybe that was the year that they remembered. Maybe whoever came in wasn't anything to do with the castle. And I always say this, you know, you're calling out. You're calling out to whatever's out there, come and talk to us. Why does it have to be spirits from the castle? Why couldn't it yeah. just be spirits out there who want to talk? Yeah. So maybe it was somebody who passed away in that area in 1990. What? So what was happening next is you were still talking about 1990 and it could be, like you just said, it could be nothing to do with the past. It could be something to do with the the castle. And then through the ghost box, it said, it's hard, which you missed on the review. You got a female voice saying, it's hard. Well, it probably is for them. You presented them with all this stuff. Yeah, but it's very clear it's hard and you actually missed it on the review. Did I? Mm. Oh, so you picked something up that I didn't. I did. Ah, well it's done, Keg. And then what makes it even more interesting is that I then say, can you try really hard to tell us your name, please? Mm. And then a male voice comes out and says, it's hard. So we got it twice. Got it twice, a, f- a female and a male. Okay. Followed by, you can help. Well, we can't. No, unfortunately, we can't. We can't get our voices onto a ghost box. Mm. 
And we all gave our names and asked if they wanted to speak to one of us and just to say one of our names if they did. And again, what did come out with that? I'm trying hard. Oh, bless. It sounds really sad, doesn't it? <laughs> the one I really liked was I was saying, look, if you want us to leave, all you got to do is get out, leave, leave now, which is what I normally say. And Kay actually came out with an old Yeah, term. I think I said be gone or anything. Or, or be gone. Anything. And sure enough, out the ghost box, we got be gone. <laughs> Be gone. Anything. That was really cool. And that was really cool because that's not something that people would. No, I don't know where I got. I don't know where I got that from. It was really weird, but just like. But that's what we got. Be gone. Mm. All right, we're going to get to now because that was the night completed, wasn't it? Be gone. Be gone. So we did. Because our time, we, we be our went. time, be, we, we be went because <laughs> our time was up. <laughs> but I still, I went back to Newcastle last year to obviously to visit family. And I thought, you know, I get the itch. I can't sit and not want to investigate somewhere. It's, mm-hmm. it's just what, have a night when I'm not investigating because Keg had gone to see her family. You'd gone yeah. down to Mansfield mm-hmm. and I'd gone up to Newcastle. That usual get over jet lag, see family, and then get to it. So I thought, you know what, I might revisit because Keg's done Newcastle Castle, so I didn't feel so bad going back there because she's not missing it out on doing this place. I thought I might go and hire it again just for me and do some lone vigils there. So I went back on a second visit and it was much quieter, Keg. The, yeah. the one good thing is I wasn't left sitting on the stairs outside no. in the cold this time because I That's had two sad. very lovely ladies. One of them was called Molly. And they took me around and kind of did another little walk around with me, mm. mine of information. And then I went back to that cell, the one where Mary, Mary Bruce was put. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, you know, we got some good stuff there. Let me go back there and I'll see if I can get contact again. So that was the first place that I went to. As I was doing my EVP, I and I did hear it at the time. It sounded like a stomach. It was kind of a, a strange sound. I thought, well, is that I may even discuss it on the video. Could it be my stomach? But you know how you feel your stomach when it does stuff like that? And you pretty much hear it. If it's loud enough for a voice recorder to get it, it should be loud enough for us to hear it as well and feel it. And I didn't. And I'm listening back. It actually sounds almost like a whimpering cry. Are there any ladies here tonight? People reported a lady or a girl. Is that my stomach? Are there any ladies here tonight? People reported a lady or a girl. Is that my stomach? I don't think I reported a lady or a girl. Wonder what's that? So once we did the EVP session, we moved on to do the ghost box, but nothing much. The EDI went nuts, but there was nothing much at all. 
on the actual EVP. We tried the Estus. I've still got to go through that last bit yet. Okay, I still haven't done that. But from what I remember, we didn't get really? much. I actually put Molly on the Estus, and I don't remember getting anything, but I stand corrected if we did. Mm. Now, winding this up, I find this second visit really, really interesting because it shows that you can go into the same place twice. One time. You get some good reactions. You get some good responses. You seem, appear, to be in contact with something. A second time you go into exactly the same place, nothing, Mm. quiet. You know, a little few things, but even then, nothing much. And that's the way it is with the paranormal. And sometimes you can go in both times and nothing happens. Yeah, we did we can say that we've been in lots of times and yet nothing happened. Exactly. Welcome to the paranormal. Mm-hmm. It's happening every day. It would be called normal. It would. Natural, not supernatural. And you'd be able to go anywhere and, and get in contact. A exactly. Be in contact with them. Yeah. We don't know how it works. No. But we are grateful when they do interact. We always are. We always say thank you. With that keg, that it brings us to an end Mm-hmm. of Newcastle Castle. Yep, it was a good place. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I don't know now. I've been there twice. I do regret not having done the chapel, I must mm-hmm. admit. That was a creepy-looking place. I don't know if I would go back a third time, I think, twice. Yeah. You start to become too accustomed to it. And I, I do like that, going into a new place. Mm. That's the trouble the we're spoiled, aren't we, we going are. to new places? <laughs> And I think we've done as much as we can do there. Yeah. I think moving on to new places, so many new places to do. But we'd like to thank Newcastle Castle for allowing us to come in. Yeah. Thank you to Mark for our host and to Molly for hosting us as well. And they didn't laugh too hard, Cag, when I fell down the stairs in front of them. <laughs> Did you just fall down the stairs? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was with style though. Wasn't it was. It? it always is with style. Mm. I'm sure that one's on video as well. Mm-hmm. It was great. I loved it. And we'll be heading back probably to my hometown again, as we do every year. So we'll mm-hmm. just have to find somewhere. So many historical buildings there. We'll just have to find somewhere else. Mm. But until our next episode, what do we say, Cag? If you can push it or press it. Press it, unless it's a thumbs down. Well, that was very underwhelming, Cag. Okay. So just a reminder to everybody, what, what were you pressing, Cag? A doorbell? <gasps> I don't a, know. Whatever it is on, on horn, Spotify or wherever you're listening car. to, just push. <laughs> it's just a pop top. Share, 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 share. Just push somebody on the shoulder. Exactly. All right. As we always say, Remember, guys, the best way of supporting what we do and showing us that we have a little bit of love for what we do, subscribe, like, and share. Share, spread the word to everybody you Mm -hmm. meet. That lady behind the till, when you're in the shopping centre, share. Have you heard about... Exactly. The bus 
I was going to say bus conductor, but you don't have them anymore, do you, really? Mm-hmm. You just go on and you it's pay. A driver, yeah. A bus driver when you get yeah. on the public transport. Here's my ticket. And by the way, have you heard of Haunted Horizons Ghost And then we go, move on, guys, move on, because we've got a queue behind you. Come on, down the bus. Move you down. Support us on YouTube, Adelaide Haunted Horizons. Support us on Facebook, Adelaide Haunted Horizons. <laughs> if you want more content, if you want to see the video version of this with extra video footage that doesn't work on just audio, Adelaide, no, it's not. Patreon, Haunted Horizons. Come and be a Patreon. Mm-hmm. What else have we got? So much. Just go look us up. Haunted Horizons will probably bring up everything. If there's a button, Keg, press it. Apart from that one, which, if you can't see what I'm doing, is a thumbs down. Mm-hmm. All right. Although that still counts to our algorithm. So thank you to the one person that keeps doing it yeah we do appreciate your thumbs down thank <laughs> we, you very we much live indeed. for it now we do we do oh look there's a thumbs down again three two one yep oh, there, there they are there it is <laughs> we know who you are as well by the way so let's leave it at that all right well next week we're not sure where we're going yet could be yeah. anywhere could be could anywhere be. the surprise is when you listen and it's going to be a surprise to us as well but i know actually it's not because i know what it is oh, and is it? it's a good one you don't want to miss Ooh. it All right. oh no it's not because <laughs> this is down the track well it might be because <laughs> i might decide what to do this one's coming after the good one but they're all good they're all good <laughs> Are you saying the next one's crap then? I don't know what the next one will be. Okay. We haven't done it yet. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. So who knows? Well, it could be, could be average. Should we stop rambling now? Yeah. Because I've got to edit all this. Okay. Bye. <laughs> all right, guys. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Please remember to share, like, and subscribe to this podcast. The extended video version of these episodes are available for members of Spotify and Patreon. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and see the full investigation from these episodes on our YouTube channel. Details are in the About section of this podcast. Thank you from Cag and Ali for listening. <laughs>